Folks, wonder what happened on July 25th in baseball history? Today is Hall of Fame Day. The Eck, Paul Molitor, Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio lead a cast in 55, 61, and 2004 into Cooperstown. Old Haas fires a no-hitter, and Lefty Grove wins his 300th game. All that and more on Baseball History Day. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I'm Tom, the baseball nostalgia enthusiast, and I just want to welcome you to Baseball History Daily as we talk about July 25th. Just a quick reminder about yesterday. We talked about Pine Tower and we had Phil Rizzuto uh, calling the, making that call on George Brett. Uh, Wilhelm breaking Cy Young's record, and uh, Tris Speakers starts a 20-game hitting streak for a third time, and he's the only player uh, in history who's had three 20-plus games. Before I get going with the show, I just... If you enjoy the podcast, please help me out and do one of three things. Follow, subscribe this podcast, and leave a review. It really helps. Share us with your baseball friends. Uh, let them know about us. Or... Jump over to members.thisdayinbaseball.com, join our email list, community, and our family of baseball podcasts. Today's birthday boy, Larry Sherry. He was born on July 25th, 1935 in Los Angeles, California. Uh, He was a 24-year-old rookie. He was called up during the pennant race of 59. Um, He won 7-2, and he won the first game of the best of the three playoff games with the Milwaukee Braves. And then he became the hero of the World Series, uh, relieving, pitching in all four Dodger victories. Uh, he recorded saves in games two and three, and wins in game, games four and six. In 12 and two-thirds innings, he allowed just one run and eight hits. It was the first time in series history that no member of either club's pitching staff threw a complete game. Uh, he was a power pitcher with a slider um, at several speeds. He led the NL with 13 relief wins in 1960, and he recorded a total of 82 career saves with a career high of 20 for the Tigers in 1966. He later returned to the the Dodgers organization as a minor league coach. Um, Sherry was actually born with two club feet, um, but his problem was corrected by surgery when he was six years old. And his brother, a reserve catcher, Norm Sherry, was a teammate from 59 to 62, and he may have shown a certain lefty um, a little thing about pitching. Uh, Today's debut, uh, Alex Johnson. He debuted on July 25th, 1964. He was the 12,261st Major League player in history, and he was uh, 21 years old at the time. Against the Cardinals, he went three for four with two RBIs in his debut. The thing was with Johnson, no one could quite figure him out. Uh, They couldn't figure out how to motivate him. Uh, He was a surly yet talented hitter with a great arm uh, who never achieved popularity despite his tremendous skills. Uh, He was best, he's he's best remembered for edging the popular Kalia Stremski in the AL batting race when it was 328-9 to 328-6. Now that's close. (laughs) Uh, He was was an aggressive contact hitter. Uh, He didn't strike out much. Um, He hated uh, to walk or talk. (laughs) Interesting. Um, Johnson admitted that he never gave 100%, never hustled, and he once told a reporter, I'm just paid to hit. 
Uh, and as a result of his lackluster attitude, he spent time with eight different teams during his 13-year career. Um, he was uh, supposedly the fastest right-handed hitter from home to first. Um, and he did have success with the Reds as well in the, um, in the late 60s. He had over 300 full seasons. He was with Cincinnati. Um, and his fine play in 1970, unfortunately, was quickly forgotten the next season when Angel manager Lefty Phillips suspended him for being a bad influence. And after he left California, he never did hit 300 again. Now, before Robin brings you today's highlights, I've got some quick trivia for you. Which one-time White Sox batter was the first player to hit 20 home runs in a season for five different? Who am I? Well, I'm going to give you some hints during the show and the answer at the end. And now, Robin, let's hear those highlights. On July 25, 1883, future Hall of Famer Charles Old Haas Radburn pitches a one-zip no-hitter against Worcester. Radburn wins 48 games that season and would amass 309 for his career. Lefty Grove of the Boston Red Sox wins his 300th game on July 25, 1941 with a 10-6 decision over the Cleveland Indians. Despite giving up 12 hits, Grove becomes the sixth pitcher in modern era to reach the milestone. On July 25, 1955, the largest contingent of living Hall of Famers to date congregate in Cooperstown for the induction ceremony. The new members include third baseman home run Baker, center fielder Joe DiMaggio, catcher Gabby Hartnett, pitcher Ted Lyons, catcher Rob Schock, and pitcher Dazzy Vance. A record crowd attends the ceremony, many coming to cheer on Joe DiMaggio, one of the most popular players of his era. On July 25, 1966, Casey Stengel and Ted Williams are inducted into the Hall of Fame. Both men make memorable speeches in Cooperstown. Stengel amazes the crowd with his recollections of his nearly six decades in baseball. Williams calls for the election of former Negro League stars to the Hall of Fame. Five years later, Satchel Paige will become the first Negro League standout to take his place in Cooperstown. The New York Yankees named Bob Lemon as manager, jettisoning Billy Martin on July 25, 1978. Under Lemon's leadership, the Yankees would erase a nine-and-a-half game deficit to the Boston Red Sox, highlighted by a dramatic single-game playoff for the division on October 2nd. Lemon's Yankees would win the American League East on their way to the World Championship. On July 25, 2004, a record number of Hall of Famers returned to Cooperstown to witness the induction of standout closer Dennis Eckersley and the igniter Paul Molitor. In all, 53 living Hall of Fame members are on hand for the ceremony. That was July 25th, This Day in Baseball. Thanks, Robin, for those highlights. Tremendous as usual. Love hearing the uh, Lefty Grove, Old old Haas. It's it's what we're all about, is that baseball nostalgia. So here's a a hint for you. He set the National League record when he led off 11 games in one season with a home run. Manager Gene Mock said of him, He may be the best player in baseball today. Who am I? If you enjoy the podcast, please help me out and do one of three things. Follow, subscribe this podcast and leave a review. It really helps. Share us with your baseball friends. uh, Let them know about us. Or jump over to members.thisdayinbaseball.com. Join our email list, community and our family of baseball podcasts. Our extensive collection of radio broadcasts captures the game's most iconic moments. They are retold to you by those who lived it. These broadcasts narrate more than just the game. They paint a vivid picture of the era and the legends that shaped it. Have a quick listen. Good afternoon, baseball fans everywhere. This is Mel Allen, 
from Braves Field in Boston, Massachusetts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Fenway Park. Good afternoon, baseball fans everywhere. This is Mel Allen from Municipal Stadium in Cleveland, Ohio. And hi, everyone. This is Jerry Doggett along with Ben Scully and Al Helfer. Inviting you to stay with us now as we get set to have a big ball game through the friendly confines of Ebbets Field. Good afternoon, everybody. This is Al Helfer with Art Gleason from Sunny Shy Park in the city of Philadelphia. you to another baseball broadcast. Excited to start listening to some of these games? Just come on over to members thisdayinbaseball.com and join us today. All right, time to answer that trivia question for you. So he hit um, 20 home runs for the San Francisco Giants, California Angels, Texas Rangers, Cleveland Indians, and the New York Yankees. 1973 was the year he set the record for hitting uh, 11 leadoff home runs during the season. Uh, and in 1973, um, Sparky Anderson actually uh, agreed with Gene Mock and said he was the best player in baseball today. And who am I speaking with? Well, yes, and yesterday his son had a birthday that was on the show, but uh, this is Bobby Bonds, uh, who had tremendous talent. Uh, he was not quite a Hall of Famer, but if you just look at the, the numbers, um, he wasn't off by much. If he had... Uh, if he had put together another two really good solid seasons, he probably would have ended up in Cooperstown himself. Great talent. talent. Uh, for tomorrow's show, uh, we're going to be talking about Joe DiMaggio's 61-game uh, hit streak, Ruth's final appearance at Yankee Stadium, and the Hall of Fame will get a catfish.
As we wrap up today's show, thank you to Horsehide Trivia. Uh, They have a nearly daily email uh, for baseball trivia that you may enjoy. You can check that out at horsehidetrivia.com. Robin, for today's highlights, uh, you can find her uh, for voiceover work at robinsays.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, please help me out and do one of three things. Follow, subscribe this podcast and leave a review. It really helps. Share us with your baseball friends. Uh, let them know about us. Or jump over to members.thisdayinbaseball.com. Join our email list, community, and our family of baseball podcasts.